Welcome to Ancient Heroes, where we explore the mysteries and myths of the ancient world. I'm your host, Patrick Garvey. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your podcast app. And you can learn more about ancient history at ancientheroes.net. Okay, hi everybody. I'm here today with Marta Gonzalez Gonzalez, who is a professor of Greek philology at Malaga University in Spain. Her main concentrations are in Greek literature and religion, and she is the author of the 2018 book, Achilles, which is currently in the mail. I can't wait to read it. It's part of the Gods and Heroes of the Ancient World series by Rutledge, where they did these really in-depth profiles of different gods and heroes. So uh, it's probably one of the most in-depth books on Achilles that's ever been written uh, certainly in, in modern times. So I can't wait to, to talk to, uh, professor Gonzalez. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today. Uh, professor, I, I think my first question, um, is, is just getting started kind of on a personal note of what led you into studying ancient Greek mythology and, and just this field in general, kind of, uh, what sparked your interest and, and how did you end up becoming a, a professor? Uh, thank you, Patrick, and uh, thank you for having me in your in your program. Uh, I, in fact, I, I I don't remember when when I was for the first time interested in Greek mythology, once in Greek literature or Greek language, but uh, I think that in in fact the the interest in Greek myth- mythology is um uh, interested. Uh, um, that we share with with people like you, not necessarily not necessarily people uh, the, uh, who teach or who are at the university or at the at the school. I I think that everyone can find it interesting and fascinating. And in the case of Homer, in the case of Achilles, that is um, uh, clear for for everyone. But I, in fact, I don't remember. I am I am old at this. <laughs> And I don't remember the first the first time I, I was fascinated for that. Interesting. Okay, well, um, I want to talk, you know, we're going to talk uh, mostly today about the hero Achilles. And you wrote this 2018 book. It's, like I said, it's it's very in-depth. It's, uh, it's kind of like a scholarly work almost. I mean, it's, uh, I haven't been able to read it yet. I've just read different previews and things. Um, but uh, can you tell me a little bit about the backstory of what, led you to writing that book about Achilles and kind of going down that rabbit hole to, to studying Achilles? Um, I do remember uh, at, at what moment or in, in what book, uh, but I remember that, that uh, I read that every uh, scholar in ancient culture uh, is interested in writing a book on Homer. Is the the... I don't know the the target of, of everyone, and in in my case, uh, my interest uh, in the character of Achilles uh, is recent because I, I I remember studying at the at the at the university and at the school, and my favorite character was Hector, mm. but at one moment in my life, I I. Uh, changed my mind. I don't know. I don't know exactly why, but I start to be interested in Achilles, 
And at the, at the end of this process of writing this book, I am convinced that uh, uh, Achilles is not, uh, is not only uh, uh, the, the rage, the, the rage of Achilles. Uh, I, I find that if I would to say the, the, the main characteristic or the main feature in Achilles, I, I, at this moment, I think on friendship, mm -hmm. friendship with Patroclus. Interesting. Okay, and I definitely want to talk about that as well. And before we before we get to Achilles and 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 Patrocles, and maybe I'm getting I've always said Patrocles, but my pronunciation of all this stuff is no, 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 no. Patrick. it's okay. It's okay. Wrong. Uh, but so you know, uh, most listeners I think will be generally familiar with with Achilles. Uh, in fact, most people I think, or a lot of people um, in my generation, especially. Are familiar with Achilles through the film Troy, or something like that. You know, there's these kind of uh, movies and books and things. So, um, I'm curious: uh, Have you seen the movie Troy? And did you? What did you think oh, about Brad Pitt as Achilles? I'm just curious, just to kick things off, what your reaction I... was. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I have to confess that I. That's watching this movie, but I uh, I was not um, uh, happy with <laughs> with I I I'm so sorry I'm so sorry, but I I I don't see uh, I am capable to see Achilles as I, I don't remember the name of the actor as uh, Brad oh, Pitt. Brad Pitt. I'm so sorry, but uh, Brad Pitt is not my uh, idea. That doesn't fit with my idea of Achilles. Fascinating. No, I, but, you know, I, I I tend to agree. I think, you know, they they wanted to cast a really attractive actor, I guess, and yes, but it and I don't know if it was the writing or or what, but it's just something. It it wasn't a great movie, and I didn't really like. I didn't really like it either. And he didn't really, it just wasn't a great role. I don't think. Um, but a I lot of people think, think of that when they think of Achilles. So, um, okay. So what, what, um, you know, so the story of Achilles is he was the war, he, you know, he was the greatest warrior of the Trojan war. And, uh, and, you know, uh, I think the story, the relationship between uh, Achilles and his best friend, Patrocles is something that is definitely part of popular culture. It's yes, it's been it a is. controversial subject as well. And you know, I I a lot of people again with a recent reference. I'm sitting here. I have this book next to me, The Song of Achilles. Uh, uh, this be yes. this became popular again in the last couple mm -hmm. of years on social media. So a lot of young people have been reading it. Um, and the story of Achilles and Patrocles has uh, it's become something of a of a favorite relationship, um, you know, uh, of a quote unquote gay relationship in, in ancient history. And I think a lot of people relate to it on that level. Um, what is your take on the relationship of Achilles and Patrocles, <sighs> your, you know, studies and research and stuff? Um, I, 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 I agree with you that, that the relationship between Achilles and Patroclus is one of the great topics uh, of the ancient Greek world in general and of Iliad in particular. 
And uh, if we look at the Iliad, uh, it is very striking that the, the death of Patroclus causes Achilles enormous pain. And the hero claims that he could never experience a greater pain, not even, he says, if his father or his son, Neoptolemus, were to die. Uh, for Achilles, uh, Patroclus represents everything that is dear, uh, everything that is worthy of being loved. Um, uh, this is, and this is important, this is the same argument we see in the farewell, uh, in the farewell scene, this famous scene of farewell between actor and Andromache. Mm. Because everyone knows the, these uh, famous words, words of Andromache, Hector, you are my father, my mother, you are my brother, you are my young husband. No? Uh, the beloved is identified with all that is dear. And, and that is Patroclus for, for Achilles. But um, in, the, in the realm of classical studies, a uh, problem arises because uh, the relationship between Achilles and Patroclus doesn't fit in the in doesn't fit the so-called pederastic model, and the erotic uh, relationships between men were always depicted uh, according to this model. Uh, so, um, for example, Plato rep Plato represents the union between Achilles and Patroclus as asymmetric, and also also, Plato says that uh, it is important to determine um, who was the lover, the uh, Erastes, and who was the beloved. But the problem I see uh, with this is that in all, in, in all uh, like, likelihood, this pederastic model uh, is of very limited scope. And uh, if it ever actually existed in reality, the educational uh, pederastic model would have applied to the, to the elite uh, of classical Athens. Uh, but uh, ap applying this pederastic model to the Homeric world could be misguided. And the Achilles Patroclus couple, in my opinion, clearly doesn't, doesn't obey of, uh, to, the pederastic, uh, to the pederastic model. So what I'm what I'm hearing you describe is that some of the the way that uh, some of the later Greeks and philosophers and things and Plato try they were trying to fit this story into their you know into into their cultural practices and yeah. it didn't really fit with the original text and and some of the the Homeric version the you know kind of the the original version, you know, as far as I know, of Achilles and, and Patroclus. Yes, of course, because uh, as, I, as I said, uh, if I had to say what I think is the main character of this relationship is, I would say that they are friends and they are friends who advise each other. Um, because this uh, male, male solidarity between comrades in arms has a vital importance, but the bond, this special bond that unites Achilles and Patroclus has an additional component, uh, that of the friend as counselor and confident. And it is a key aspect uh, of the relationship between these two heroes, whose importance, in my opinion, the poet uh, Homer evidences through the, the almost deranged reaction Achilles presents when he loses his friend. And 
and I remember when 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 uh, Patroclus is dead, um, he, he he appears in Achilles' dreams. He laments that two that he laments that the two of them will never again be able able to converse alone or give each other counsel. And this is the the, the main regret in the the words of Apotropus. And, and in fact, I I find I find it very moving, <laughs> very touching. More than all these discourses about if uh, Patroclus is uh, older or is Achilles or if they were engaging a sexual relationship, I I am really uh, I find it moving and touching. This this words uh, of Patroclus. Um, yeah, I tend I, I definitely tend to agree with that. That it's almost more. I used to feel that it was more interesting that they were romantic sexual partners somehow, but now I actually find the friendship aspect more interesting and kind of more compelling in a way. And I want to play devil's advocate here and just say that what, what some people would say is that Homer never said, said explicitly that they were lovers because he didn't need to say it because it's so obvious from the reactions and the emotions that are involved in some of the language that it's so obvious that he wouldn't need to actually depict them as lovers. Now that's, again, I don't really agree with that, but that's what someone would say in response. What, what do you think about that kind of argument? Yes, it's possible because uh, Homer, um, uh, doesn't say anything explicit about Hector and Andromache. Mm. Uh, then we can we can we can think that in the case of uh, Achilles and Patroclus, we are uh, uh, um, in the same situation. But I I don't know. Maybe at this moment I am not so interested in in, in this question in in in, in uh, demonstrate that. Ah, uh, see that <laughs> they are they were they were lovers. I, I don't know, right. maybe that uh, they weren't not they weren't uh, historical characters <laughs> for it to start. But I think that the this uh, special friendship, this um, close friendship, friendship based on confidence and on on, on this. Uh, Giving each other uh, advices, I, I find it most more more interesting. Interesting, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But of course, I I I don't know. Of course, the the romantic aspect uh, seems also more or less obvious. And uh, this book by Madeline Miller, I I when I when I read this book, I find it. Uh, very, very beautiful, of course, but also convincing. <laughs> yeah. More than the film Troy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the book is definitely better than the film. I think hopefully they'll make a show or, or a film out of the Song of Achilles. I think I think they may be. Um, so, you know, a lot of this stuff too, it's, it's interpreted by different, you know, we're interpreting it thousands of years later by, you know, to suit our own needs and our own interests and, and things like that. And, um, but I agree. I think the friendship aspect 
you know, it's more interesting to me as well than the debate over, you know, over the exact nature of the relationship. So, well, okay. So friendship as a, as a big theme of Achilles, um, another theme, uh, uh, that you've talked about is honesty, um, and, and Achilles commitment to honesty and, uh, you know, can you, can you talk about that a little bit and, and kind of what, what Achilles's relationship to, to honesty was? Um, yes, because, um, the homeric Achilles uh, says, I don't remember the, the exact moment in, in the book, but he says that he detests the man who hides one thing in his heart and says another. And he said that uh, he, he detested man, this man even more than the hates the gates of Hades. Mm. And so, so says uh, Achilles. And Achilles, as the truth teller, ap- appears in elsewhere in, in, in Greek literature. And uh, for example, uh, we have a, a, a short platonic dialogue, uh, Hippias Minor or Hippias the Lesser, I, I don't know. And uh, um, uh, there is a dialogue between Socrates and Hippias, a sophist. Um, at, 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 at one moment, Hippias says that uh, Homer made Achilles, he said, the best man of those who went to Troy, Nestor the wisest, and Odysseus the most polytropos, so to say the most uh, liar. No, mm-hmm. and polytropos is polytropos is uh, is not an easy term to translate. It means something like astute, but also uh, is the is the adjective that Homer normally applies to to Odysseus. And he just states states that Achilles is Alethes, true teller. And Odysseus, uh, Polytropos, uh, the liar, and this aspect, of, this aspect of Achilles, um, uh, of course, is based in the in the Homeric character, but we find it in in Plato, but also in in two tragedies by Euripides, Iphigenia at Aulis and and Philoctetes. They are two two plays by Euripides and. In one in one case, we we find Achilles um, enraged because uh, uh, Agamemnon um, uh, tried to 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 attract Iphigenia to the camp, uh, uh, saying that he would marry her with Achilles. But uh, of course, Achilles knows nothing about that, and uh, he he's furious and tried to protect the girl, but. Uh, even is it is more interesting the other play Philoctetes because in this case uh, Achilles is not a, a character in the play, uh, but not Achilles but Neoptolemus his son, but the character is the same the the uh, incapacity of, of to say the the not the to say another thing that the truth. Mm. Um, I don't know maybe is this is a uh, feature um, in contrast uh, with Odysseus, but no, n- not only. It's also a, a, a main feature of the of this character of this uh, Achilles. And that's you know I've been thinking lately. I, I, I'm much more familiar with the Iliad than the Odyssey, but I've been reading the Odyssey, and I've just been thinking about how Homer, you know, 
these two books and they one focuses on Achilles, the other focuses on Odysseus. And there is this contrast of Achilles is the ultimate truth teller and always says things straightforward and is, you know, and then Odysseus is always trying to find some kind of, you know, clever way to get to his goal. Um, you know, does it, what is your reaction? I mean, does it, does it tell us anything about what Homer thought a hero was, or, you know, I, I guess there's a lot of different possibilities for a personality for the, for the ancient heroes. I am not sure that I, I have understand the, the, the question, but uh, maybe we, we can have a, an answer, an answer in this, in this platonic dialogue. Uh, we have uh, different kinds of heroes and the, the, the true teller or as uh, Achilles, the, the tricker or the liar, as Odysseus, the, the, the great uh, warrior like Diomedes, the, the best uh, counselor as Nestor. I don't know. I don't know if, if this was the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So all of these different characteristics were were possible for these ancient heroes. Uh, you could achieve glory and you yes. could be remembered, you know, with different routes, I guess. Um, so I want to ask you about the choice that Achilles was fa facing at the Trojan War. And I think that this is a big part of his legend uh, was that he could either die young in battle and achieve glory or he could die old um and 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 never be remembered um in looking uh in in writing this book i mean what uh that th that choice is always presented as a very simple thing you know with achilles but what have you kind of what is your take on on achilles's choice uh, yes i i I disagree. I disagree with this, with, with the uh, normal presentation of this choice, because uh, we are we are used to, say, to saying that Achilles chose a short life with fame instead of a long and dark life. But in my opinion, in Homer, it, this is not exactly so. Um, if we review the plot of the poem. Uh, we see that at the beginning of the Iliad, when a plague uh, ravages the Achaean camp, the Greeks are told that Agamemnon has to return Chryseis, the daughter of Chryses, a priest of Apollo, to appease the deity. And he, Agamemnon, says, okay, but I will take in exchange uh, the slave of one of you. And at this point, uh, at the at the uh, in the beginning of the poem, at this point, there is still no no specific uh, threat against Achilles. Agamemnon only says that he will take this lot from Achilles, Ajax, or Odysseus. But anyway, Achilles at this moment is enraged and says that that he's not interested uh, in this war. And this is. This is, uh, uh, he said, he says that in, in, her, in his first speech in the Iliad, and it evidences that he has not, no personal interest in this war. Uh, the Trojans have done him no wrong, and the only reason he, Achilles, is in Troy is to, def to defend the honor of Agamemnon and his brother Menelaus. Um, all that he has received in exchange is a portion, a part of the spoils, but 
if this is going to be denied him, okay, he says, I will, uh, I will go home. And uh, in fact, she, she says in the in the Iliad, now I am returning to Ptia, uh, his his homeland, since it is much better to go home again. Um, this is some this is something to keep in mind when discussing his decision because the story continues and uh, when Agamemnon, uh, when the threat of Agamemnon is uh, executed and Briseis is wrested uh, from Achilles, the hero, the hero, uh, hero feels that his honor has been slight, slightly sorry. Um, uh, the the heroes the hero the, the words of hero at this moment are uh, he's he's speaking with her mother the 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 goddess Thetis and Achilles says since uh, mother you bore me to be a man with a short life Zeus should grant me honor at least and. It is important uh, to note uh, the, the allusion of, of Achilles to the brevity of his life, because this aspect is uh, an essential characteristic of Achilles. It forms part of the hero's mythical and literary nature, and, and it is prior to and independent of any decision he makes. Um, and this is... In, uh, inconsistent with the persistent presentation of Achilles in later, in later tradition, uh, whereby he's transformed above all in, into a, a hero who, when confronted with the choice between returning home and fame, elects the, the later. And, um, in fact, Achilles wants to return home and has decided to do so. And in the, in the ninth book, uh, when he receives a visit from the envoys of Agamemnon, who want to convince him to return to, com to combat, uh, he says, uh, at this point, I read the, the translation of, of Latimer, he says, uh, and this is important because this is the first, uh, uh, this is not the first, it is the only occasion on which the dilemma between life or fame is mentioned, mentioned in Iliad. Achilles says, for my mother Tetis tells me, I carry two swords of destiny towards the day of my death. If I stay here and fight beside the city of the Trojans, my return home is gone, but my glory shall be everlasting. But if I return home to the beloved land of my fathers, the excellence of my glory is gone, but there will, but there will be a long life left for me. And this would be my counsel to others also to sail back home again. And this is the only uh, occasion on which the dilemma between life or fame is mentioned in the Iliad and Achilles clearly choose uh, life. And even more interesting, this choice doesn't exclude honor. He feels rewarded by Zeus who has taught Agamemnon the consequences of Achilles' absence from the, uh, from the battlefield. Um, and, and this idea, I, am, I, am, I try to explain, this idea is, is very well developed, uh, developed in the book, uh, in a book, um, The War That Killed Achilles by Caroline Alexander. Mm. I, I find it, this book um, very, very interesting. And this idea is very well um, explained and developed. Um, there is no, no, 
this is it is true that this we are very familiar with this idea, but that doesn't fit in the in the plot of the Iliad, I think. Interesting. So would you say that so what always struck me about it was that it seemed like Achilles wanted to go home. That basically he was he was leaving. Uh and then he never really I guess from my perspective, he only decided to stay once Patrocles was killed. Exactly. But is is that is that kind of the is that what you're describing? Or are you saying that there never really was a choice at all? And no matter it was already kind of decided that he yeah, didn't yeah. does that make sense? Yes, yes. He was uh, decided to do to go home and he was uh, um, uh, doing the, the arrangements for, for, for go home with all his uh, uh, myrmidons. Um, but um, Patroclus died, dies at, 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 at this moment, uh, Achilles um, forget uh, Agamemnon, forget everything and um, in fact, he uh, uh, he uh, doesn't know to t- what to do, but uh, of course he remains at Troy. And uh, uh, the, the uh, I don't know he 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 uh, 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 try to find a way to 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 avenge Patroclus and. Uh, he he's he's absolutely I don't know blind uh, mad. <laughs> uh, he he in fact doesn't know how how to do uh, yeah. how to do because uh, Patroclus is dead and that that was unexpected to him and he uh, forgives his previous decision. He forgives his rage against Agamemnon and mm-hmm. he remains at Troy trying to to revenge Patroclus. It's almost as though, I don't want to oversimplify, but it it seems to me that it's more accurate that sometimes it's described that Achilles cared more about achieving glory than his own life. But it seems to me to be maybe more accurate to say he cared more about Patroclus in his friendship or relationship with Patroclus than he did having a long life and going home and all of that. Yes, yes, of course. I, I agree. I, uh, Of course, all the heroes in the Iliad, uh, Greek and Trojans, are interested in, in glory, of course. But I, I don't find Achilles more interested than, than other mm. <laughs> heroes. And um, yes, the the... the he, uh, the, the, I, maybe the first part of the Iliad is devoted to the who, to the um, uh, struggle with Agamemnon, uh, but this discussion, this rage is is uh, forgotten, and then uh, he is only thinking about Patroclus, and uh, never matter how many Trojans he kills. Uh, he's always in in despair mm. and, and not interested in in, in glory because uh, he has a, a lot of glory and a lot of, of spoils, a lot of, of slaves. Uh, this is not the, uh, his main interest. When when you were uh, researching for this book, 
did you rely mostly on the Iliad or were you looking at a lot of other sources as well? I mean, I know that there's some loss, there's some fragments of things. There's other uh, things from classical Greece, like some tragedies or some different, you know, dialogues and things like you mentioned. I mean, what, uh, what was that like? And kind of what did you find yourself was the Iliad the the primary thing, but you looked at others as well, because the reason I ask is that, uh, you know, my understanding is that there was a tradition of Achilles mythology, apart from everything else that people knew in ancient times. And the Iliad, the Iliad did not invent Achilles, I guess is what I'm saying. It, it created its own Achilles. And so I guess what is your, um, you know, Homer didn't, and I guess people knew of Achilles before Homer wrote about Achilles. Uh, I guess, what is your take on all of that? And how did you go about researching? Uh, yes, you are, you are right. Um, uh, people were familiar with all these heroes because otherwise they uh, couldn't um, enjoy these poems. Imagine, uh, uh, listening all these stories uh, without no knowledge about who who was Patroclus, who was Achilles, then they were all familiar with with them. But but uh, Homer, so to say, this this great poet um, arranged all this uh, old tradition in more or less the way we know uh, today. And, uh, and of course, Achilles wasn't an historical character. He was a mythical character. And we know that um, uh, there is not something like the correct version of a myth or of a, a character in the in a mythological character, uh, but there are only different versions. Uh, but uh, in this case, uh, we can say, with all these uh, uh, advices, that we, we can say that um, Homeric Achilles is, is the real Achilles, so to say, with all this. Um, of course, we have, uh, uh, we see Achilles in, in, tragedy, uh, in tragedies, in, uh, in also in fragments of tragedy, in the poetry of Pindar, in, in all in, in other poets, lyric poets, and we have also, uh, for example, uh, a lot of um, yes, a lot of iconog iconographic sources. For example, we uh, don't know. I don't know. We 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 have iconographical sources about um, Tetis and Peleus, the, their parents fighting, because we have to remember that. Tetis did, did not want to marry Peleus. Um, we have images of this, this of Tetis and Peleus fighting. Also in the in the poetry, we, we, we can see Achilles and his friend Ajax, not Patroclus, with, with his friend Ajax uh, playing dice, for example, or we see Ajax uh, removing the corpse of Achilles from the battlefield. Um, this, all these are scenes related with Achilles, but that don't appear in the Iliad. Uh, they are uh, very known scenes, scenes, but not, not they, they don't appear in the Iliad. 
Of course, we have also Iliadic scenes like, I don't know, maybe Priam, Priam visiting Achilles and trying to retrieve the corpse of his son, Hector. Uh, then uh, Achilles uh, was known um, before the, the Homeric poems, but in any case, uh, the, so to say, real uh, Achilles is the Homeric Achilles. Um, mm -hmm. uh, of course, all these authors um, can add details, so, but without um, straying too far from, from him. For example, um, an, Achilles, an Achilles who would have returned return home uh, angry with Agamemnon is uh, unthinkable. Right. I think. Interesting. Um, and I, you know, you mentioned that Achilles is a mythical figure. Uh, we, you know, uh, I sometimes wonder, are some of these heroes in some way or another based on real people that maybe lived at some point? I guess my, 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 my next question, and I think my last question I have here for you is, uh, what, what does Achilles as a character mean to you now after going through this process of studying him and you said Hector was your, was the hero you were first most interested in when it came to the Trojan war, but now you've, you've written a, a very in-depth uh, book with great reviews and all that about Achilles. What does Achilles mean to you just on a personal level? Like what do you, you know, uh, does he seem like a real figure that you, you know, that is a complex character? What is what, yeah, uh, I. This difficult to say because um, uh, so many times we we read that uh, a classic, a, a classic, a classic book, for example, is classic when uh, says different things to different people and also different things to the same people, but in different moments, moments of his, her life. And um, uh, in, of course, um, uh, we, are, we are used to tell, uh, to, to tell the life of uh, a hero uh, starting, starting with his birth and childhood and then uh, speaking about uh, great deaths and then uh, uh, speaking about his or her death, as it as it as if it were a historical character. Uh, but this is not the case. They are mythical, uh, mythical uh, characters. Then uh, this uh, that's, that is why uh, we can, we can. Uh, uh, have um, um, a special relationship with a, a mythical character, uh, thinking only about uh, only about uh, one one question. I, I am I'm trying to explain. In the case of Achilles, uh, when I um, when I was reading about this mythological character, and when I I was uh, writing this book. Uh, at this moment in my life, I, I was very, 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 and this is a, this is a, uh, of course, a personal uh, uh, confession, not, not, a, not um, uh, 
I know um, uh, this is not important from the point of view of scholarship, but at, at that moment I was very, 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 very sad because uh, a, a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine was dead. And at the, uh, when I when I reread uh, Iliad for this for this war for this study, I discovered new new things, new new uh, 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 sentiments, new feelings. I don't know, reading uh, or, or reading or trying to trying to understand the 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 behavior of Achilles, mm. and I was uh, I was really impressed at, uh, uh, of course, Achilles <laughs> uh, wasn't a real character, but I, uh, I read and I tried to, to understand his behavior as if uh, were a real character. Mm. And I, I think that at this moment, if it is, if I could say that, I understood more Achilles and I, uh, I was more more interested in 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 this character than in Hector has yeah, years and years before, and I I think that at this moment I, I understood a lot of things. Uh, one of them was that 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 it's true that uh, uh, um, uh, classical, uh, a classic a uh, classic book uh, like. Delia uh, oh, is a classical book or a book classic. I don't know the, the correct way to say that because it says uh, different things uh, every every time we 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 uh, read it uh, in different moments in different stage of our lives. Um, I don't know it. No, I totally I totally understand what you're saying. I think that's a really beautiful answer, and I'm. Sorry to hear about your friend who passed away. Um, oh, thank you. But, uh, but thanks for sharing that. And I, I think that um, Achilles is a, you know, the character continues to resonate thousands of years later. It's kind of amazing that, you know, the, the prophecy came true in the, in the Iliad that, that, you know, he would have eternal, eternal fame because people are still studying and yes, making true. And, writing books and making movies and everything. So, um, well, thank you, professor, for talking to me. This has been excellent. Oh, thank uh, you. Thank you. Um, um, thank you for, for having me uh, and congratulations for you, for your podcast. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Patrick. Is there any, is there any place where, uh, is there any, other, any website or anything where people can follow your work or, or anything you're working on that's new? Um, I always ask guests if they want to, send listeners anywhere in particular uh, I, i'm so sorry but i am i i i am i have only this academic um, page academy dot okay, uh, sure. no, no. no i'm so sorry no well i can't wait to read the book i know it's in the mail i'm really looking forward to it uh i i it's one of um I'm looking forward to it more than any other book that's ever been on the way because I've loved Achilles for a long time and uh, I'm just so happy that uh, that you talked to me. So thank you, Professor, and uh, maybe one day we'll, we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Patrick. 
thank you to Derek Fischer for composing the music used in this episode. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your podcast app. Thanks for listening.